Hello and welcome to the Nourish Practice podcast, a podcast focused on all things intuitive eating, intuitive movement and helping you heal your relationship to food while moving away from diet culture in hopefully a nice relaxed way. There'll be a mixture of solo episodes and guest interviews. Any topics you would like included just send me a DM on Instagram at Nourish Practice and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome back to the Nourish Practice podcast. This week we have a guest on and we're super lucky to have Beth. She is a registered associate nutritionist, originally with an undergraduate degree in psychology. She decided she loved food and nutrition, so undertook a master's in nutrition and behaviour. She currently works as a healthy lifestyle advisor at ICE and is an education coordinator at the well-known platform Nutrition Graduates, which you, if you haven't already, do check out. I've done some work with them and it's super interesting, the community that they've built. And actually, that's how I met Beth. Throughout her higher education, Beth had the opportunity to cook for herself, where she explored some plant-based options and adopted a largely plant-based lifestyle. She is now vegetarian and likes to share her knowledge with people who want to add a bit more plants into their life without compromising their health. You can find her on Instagram at Nutri, that's N-U-T-R-I underscore Beth, and she shares some recipes and some tips and tricks on there as well. So without further ado, I will start the conversation uh, between me and Beth. Enjoy. So I always do a little sort of spiel blurb, as it were, from what you've given me to introduce you at the start of the episode. But as we welcome Beth into um, onto the podcast, I should say, if is there anything you want to sort of one sentence introduce yourself or anything you really want to put across other than stuff that maybe I've I've outlined um, before we go into some talking points today? Um, I guess just I think I kind of said a bit more professionally about myself to to yourself I guess I maybe start off by saying that I'm a vegetarian I have been for a few uh kind of years now and been plant-based for a long time um since I went to uni really so I guess that's kind of what my passion um has been and that's kind of why it's led to my interest in this area particularly now being a nutritionist um and I just like to share that information with you and thank you for having me on this podcast to to be able to get the message out there amazing Um, it's always nice to hear it in in people's own words so I would say having been on Instagram whenever I reflect I'm like oh I've been on Instagram forever um I've seen personally the label of plant-based nutrition really change from something that was strictly vegan to vegetarian to health products beauty products what is plant-based nutrition to you and sort of as it's widely known yeah definitely there's so many different kind of interpretations of plant-based um I think for the wider public I think most people just think it's vegan or vegetarian I know quite often when I'm in a restaurant looking at menus uh they'll label foods as plant-based versions or plant-based burger 
um, when in actually the the true definition of a plant-based diet would be one that's kind of minimally processed um so obviously you hear a lot about processed foods nowadays um they're in the news quite often so it's basically bringing food back to basics so as the clue is in the name one that consists of mainly plant-based uh, mainly plants sorry and obviously that doesn't mean that it's solely plants so you can still have animal products or processed meats or processed meat alternatives it's just on the rare occasion so someone i can i'm plant-based myself i've described that but i or equally someone that eats meat and fish could also say that they're plant-based it's just more what you kind of add into your diet rather than kind of excluding as you would say a vegan um so a vegan person would exclude eggs and milk and things like that from their de- um their diet all animal products whereas someone that's plant-based would add in whole grains legumes nuts and seeds so that's kind of like how i like to to view it adding in rather than what you're excluding amazing i think yeah that obviously fits with the whole intuitive eating thing and i i think personally it's been really nice to to see that because like i said when plant-based first popped up on instagram it was sort of a a vegan adjacent adjacent and it was sort of what are you cutting out Mm -hmm. to have that as as an addition thing i think um yeah be good Um, big big fans of addition yeah definitely yeah that removal Um, (laughs) yeah do you get quite a lot of uh questions when it comes to like do you get enough protein and really sort of diet focused questions when it comes to being plant-based or is it more general in terms of like how do I turn this into a lifestyle stuff like that when it comes to nutrition yeah I think for for the typical definition of plant-based obviously that's someone that would potentially eat meat and fish so getting their protein or even other nutrients might not be as concerning to them because obviously they're they're already getting all of those things um but definitely i'd say protein is the biggest one as a vegetarian um that i get asked or if someone's following a vegan diet um which is funny because it's a lot easier to get protein in a a vegetarian or vegan diet than people might think um in the uk i think we're all a bit protein obsessed um which isn't necessarily a bad thing but i think there's such a high focus on protein you actually neglect the things that are lacking in a vegan diet or vegetarian um and even a meat eater and fish there's plenty of things that you can not uh achieve um you just need to eat balanced and eat wholly there are obviously certain things that on a vegan or vegetarian diet they you do need to look out for things like a bit of protein b12 iron selenium omega-3 iodine vitamin d calcium zinc um those are the kind of the main concern areas but it's not to say that you can't get them um there are some kind of ones that are a little bit harder to get so supplements are needed sometimes but it's a case-by-case basis and obviously depends what you're adding into your diet as i said before if you're incorporating more plants into your diet taking out a bit more protein and fish then you need to be adding more of the nuts the seeds the uh, beans chickpeas those kind of foods to make sure that you're not missing out on anything Mm, definitely i have to say i've screenshot so many like 
chickpea recipes. Instagram is is great for all those vegan <laughs> vegetarian <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, so when it comes to going plant-based or maybe vegetarian, maybe vegan, um, it's really interesting if you look at like intuitive eating, even some of the literature can be a little, I would say vegan averse just because there's been a history of sometimes people use it as a bit of a diet cover of like, I'm not going on a diet, I'm going vegan. Yeah. And they use that to, to cut things out. How do you mm-hmm. approach going plant-based, vegan, vegetarian, etc., for the right reasons and not necessarily turning it into into a diet? Yeah, definitely. No, and it's definitely a concern that I think it is a lot of kind of shared by dietitians and nutritionists when someone says that they want to go vegan, mainly vegan rather than vegetarian, because it's, again, that bit more extreme. If you're, you're going for vegetarian, maybe it's not so much of a restriction. Um. Mm-hmm. But if you're kind of trying to to follow a food rule, it can be that kind of it's it's essentially when you're you're adopting that rule approach. Um, and I think when personally, when I went into starting my vegetarian journey, I didn't have this pressure on myself where I never eat meat again, never eat fish again. I kind of was like, I'm gonna I'm not really feeling with the current diet that I'm having. I've read up a lot on like kind of ethics and animal cruelty and things like that. And it just felt like a right choice for me. So I just thought I'm going to have a go at it. If I don't like it, then I'll just have a little bit more and be a bit more plant-based. So still having the the fish and the, the meat eating products. Um, and I just really got on well with it. And I've never had a day since where I've looked at anything and wanted it. Um, I think personally for me it's been a kind of a animal appreciation journey when when I've been plant-based um I've been kind of vegetarian sorry I've had this whole new kind of animal love fest (laughs) where um like I literally love pigs and things like that and it's it's since I've been not having those those kind of products um and I think that's kind of why I've kind of found it so easy to not see it as a restriction whereas if I was someone that said I wanted to go vegan and I looked at someone's mac and cheese and loads of cheese in there or someone had a bacon sandwich and I really wanted that then I'd say that's where the issue is if you're morally and ethically kind of committed to it it shouldn't be something that necessarily you're craving someone else's food and I think that's maybe where your your kind of rules and kind of mindset might change um but it's it's definitely kind of a bit of a minefield to to discover and I'd say if anyone is considering being vegan or plant-based or vegetarian or any kind of dietary change and they've got a history of eating disorders or even disordered eating maybe working with a dietitian to kind of navigate how you're going to do that and if it's safe to to do I wouldn't say if you're in recovery still it would be an option I don't think that's kind of safe at all but I think in the future I think you need to do it with some support yeah like um before we start recording I said to Beth I do the thumbs up I do the nodding head and no one can see me but I'm nodding away here in the (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing the same Um, so that leads on quite nicely into do you have any tips so if someone said not necessarily they want to go fully plant-based but they say oh I want to integrate more 
more of a plant-based approach to how I eat. Would you have any tips for how to get started? Anything you would recommend um, to make that transition a little bit nicer? Yeah, definitely. I think I could go on and on and on about loads of tips, but I'd say maybe like my top three off the top of my head would probably be something like explore with your cooking. And not everyone obviously has the privilege to have time and kind of money maybe to explore with lots of different options, but really trying to enrich your life with lots of different things. As I said before, it's adding in. Before I went vegetarian, there was chickpeas and beans and things like that and I wouldn't really have them in my diet whereas it's something that I've kind of not been forced to have but obviously you need to get your protein in from somewhere so it's been added in so I'd just say make sure that you really immerse yourself into cooking and that would be my kind of main thing there's as I said before there's so many different recipes on Instagram TikTok plant-based recipes out there so just kind of get as much information as you can and then I'd also say to make sure that you're really researching and learning everything about the kind of why, one, why you're doing it. Make sure that you're fully informed on the subject, because if, say, you, you're doing it for animal rights, it's great to kind of continue your education on that. Um, just to kind of really know why you're doing it. And if it's right for you, then you're obviously going to want that information to it, it makes you feel good that you're doing something. Um, but also on how you can be healthy and thrive on a plant-based diet. So as I said before, those kind of uh, vitamins and minerals that we need that might be lacking, like iodine, vitamin D, calcium, zinc, B12, all of those kind of nutrients, make sure that you know exactly how you can get them in your diet. And if you can't get them in your diet and make sure that you're taking a vegan supplement, make sure you know which ones are the vegan ones and which ones aren't if you're vegan. So just do your research, basically. And then finally, I'd say, like, just making sure that you're not putting too much pressure on yourself, like I kind of did from my own journey. I do think that if I told myself that I was never going to eat, I don't know, certain foods that I maybe liked in, in the past, I think I probably would have found it a lot harder and found it a bit like a rule or reform of restricted eating. Whereas because I didn't have that, I think I found it so much more enjoyable. And I think it, it's just nice if you can not pressure yourself on what you're eating. Yeah, definitely. I think I can, like I said, I'm a big fan. I The algorithm must know. I absolutely love a lot of plant-based recipes on Instagram. <laughs> and so many of them, you can just tell that people yeah. really enjoy cooking those flavours and those type of things. Um, I think it really does, yeah. does come through, which... It's always nice to see. <laughs> yeah, I think with plant-based cooking, I think there's a almost a bit more like a labour of love with it. I don't know whether that's a personal thing, but I think I've definitely grown more in love with cooking since I've been plant-based because I think it's just more experimentation than the the meat eaters out there. Um, there's different ways to try and add in flavour, and there's constantly new kind of methods to to cook with and try and get those different textures so I think it's still evolving of the kind of world of plant-based cooking and I just think it's quite exciting to make your, your new dishes and try and recreate ones that that's kind of another tip as well actually um trying to 
find the meals that you do like that are maybe a bit more meat or processed and try and make them healthier try and make them adding in more plants that's quite a, a nice way to do it for example I used to absolutely love a, a carbonara when I was meat eater but I've kind of made my own tofu version of it since being a vegetarian so you don't have to just completely miss out on things that you like you can change it and make it more personal to you hmm. is there any I would say common sort of issue or questions that you would get because I know you share a lot of your recipes and tips and things on Instagram is there a common question that you get from people when you explain the area that you work in or anything that you you see quite a lot um I think with my own clients um I'm a healthy lifestyle advisor and I get a lot of people that are vegan or vegetarian and they kind of send their food diaries to me and I nine times out of ten there's no protein option um I know we discussed it earlier and I said it's not normally a concern but quite often it does seem to kind of go out the window when someone first goes or if they're not quite educated so you just kind of focus on what you're cutting out rather than adding in as I said before so I'd say that's something that I really kind of encounter and it's just about getting that information in and trying to know where you're getting all those sources from and doing doing your part really just to make sure that you're healthy um and so I guess that kind of also partners with deficiencies I personally don't know any personal people that I've spoken to that have ever been deficient but I think that's quite a common misconception and something that when I say myself that I'm vegetarian I get a lot is oh you must be deficient or like my grandma's always worrying about my (laughs) my kind of iron levels or I got a blood test and she was asking me what my white blood count cells and things like that so I think that can be a common issue is how like family members or friends that maybe don't know too much about it treat you is not that they're necessarily coming from a bad place it's obviously a place of love but having that information as I said to to know exactly how you can be healthy really helps with that kind of batting off those questions and um yeah it's, it's just explaining to other people and also on the flip side of that knowing that not everyone's going to be going at the same rate as you if you're doing it for kind of ethical or animal reasons mm. or kind of sustainability or anything not everyone's going to move the rate as you are and I think it's giving them the information but not expecting them to do exactly how you've done um, I think there's quite a, uh, an opportunity to be kind of very condescending or trying to to kind of tell people that they should be doing exactly what you're doing but I think no one's ever gonna make changes that way so if you really want to kind of help someone be a bit more plant-based you can by all means like tell them how they can do it but I think telling them to do it is is a different um kind of agenda really (laughs) Yeah, no, 100%. Like I said, that's something um, I think uh, I've I've seen more and more people being a bit more like, I'm plant-based. Yeah. It's okay if you're not. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's, it's you should never, the same way I'd never want someone that was meat, meat eater to tell me to eat meat. Um, I think you've got to flip it on the reverse and see how you'd feel. So I think, yeah, it's just, by all means, you can educate, get your messaging out there. But 
you can't force. Mm. Yeah, and I think that that works in the exact same way when it comes to like tutive eating and dieting. I always say to people like, if you're no longer dieting, that's fine. But if someone's dieted for years and years and years, even if you stand there till you're blue in the face saying this will cause this and this and this because you're concerned, yeah. it doesn't mean they're gonna necessarily listen. And, yeah. and that's on you to be like, here's the boundary, and I'll move forward with it. No, definitely. And that's something that I have within my work. Any, just uh, today, I, I kind of offered advice, but I always say, like, can I give you some advice? And kind of giving that permission to say yes or no, and then that gives them a little bit of autonomy to be able to take on the advice if you want it. Um, and or if equally, if they're being quite standoffish and giving you an argument why you shouldn't be vegetarian or vegan or plant based, then finally I feel like they're opening up to the, to the debate so maybe you can give them that information um, and and tell them why you are yeah no I think it's it's super interesting um like I said it's something that's a lot more on my radar I know personally since plant-based has sort of the definition has opened up I'm I'm a lot more aware of it and how many yeah. plants I'm taking in and adding in a bit more more plant-based mm. stuff into my diets yeah definitely and and there's also like all the whole eat the rainbow thing and I definitely think Mm. that if you're doing kind of making sure that your your plate is as colorful as it can be with lots of vegetables you're basically a plant-based eater um is is, to me a plant-based eater is just a balanced diet Just get little stickers like I'm a plant-based eater. Um, <laughs> you know, how <laughs> yeah. I I work. Um, I teach kids, and they have a little sticker. Like one of them came in the other day that said, "I have tried cauliflower today," um, which was really sweet. <laughs> they get a little, you you tried a oh, new vegetable. Really um, so stuff like that. Perfect. Yeah, and it's um, great to see that kind of thing rather than being told off for not eating things. Yeah, I was like. It's wholesome. I want. I want an adult version of that. I, I try the food that I was averse to when I was younger. Um, with that, I will uh, lead us through to sort of our the sort of quick five finish. Um, I always like to say I call it that, but feel free to go into as little or as much detail uh, as you would like to with the answers. Especially the first one is what is your favourite food? And I know some people that can be like, let me list off the ways. Um, but if anything, immediately <laughs> or current favourite favourite food. Yeah, I'm definitely one of those people that could name about 20 off the top of my head. <laughs> um, I'd say at the moment, with the warm uh, warm weather, the cold weather, it's freezing. Um, I just crave like a nice warm bowl of like miso soup with like tofu and some vegetables and noodles. That's been like a real craving at the moment. Um, but I'd say just obviously being plant-based kind of topic, I'd say my favourite kind of form of protein to experiment with is a tofu I think tofu can can get a bad rep from people that haven't tried it that many times and it's definitely one of those foods that I think you need to get to grips with um so yeah I'd say tofu would be my favorite to to cook amazing and then favorite form of movement and that can be any form of movement that you like (laughs) Yeah, I hate to be the one to say it because I think when people like talk about the gym, they're they're not really uh <laughs> they're talking about it in a bit of a forced way. Um, and gym can seem kind of like a bit of a torture thing to lose weight or anything. But I 
as I think as soon as you let go of gym being something to achieve a certain goal or a certain weight um is such a like enjoyment and I really enjoy doing kind of like cardio and a bit of weight training and just makes you feel really like um empowered and and you you've done a bit of today <laughs> you've got out there and done some movement yeah when I and I've got the headphones on and I'm walking at the end of a gym workout I'm like move, move out my way um <laughs> next one what does, what does nourish <laughs> mean to you so um obviously when I like put nourish practice and whatnot to me it was that sort of so many layers to the word nourish so what would you say that means to you and it could be a really simple definition or yeah definitely that's a great question um I think for me the whole process of eating a meal and like cooking it and everything like that like as I said I've I love cooking and I think when you're like kind of making a really nice taking the time to prepare a meal and add lots of flavor and color um and playing around with like textures I think it's that kind of part of the nourished experience and then feeling satisfied after you've had that meal of you're not like overly full that you're not still hungry after you feel like you've just the right amount to, to kind of take on the day or you finish the day and you're just relaxed yeah and then finally to sort of finish up and again this can be one where I say to people tomorrow it might be completely different to whatever mindset you're in today but if someone approached you and said I would like to improve my relationship with food whether that's through the plant-based lens or just in general and they just wanted one piece of advice because they were a little overwhelmed what one piece would you give them? Yeah I think this kind of fits with what we talked about earlier about like restriction and um kind of plant-based eating whether you're doing it for the right reasons but if mm. you're eating in a certain way you're not eating some food like whether you're out and there's like a bit of chocolate and you're saying I'm not having that asking yourself why um whether you think it's because it's something that you've been taught to do whether it's something that you've convinced yourself that you don't like um it's kind of a form of restriction whatever the rule is uh, trying to kind of debunk that and and just asking yourself why to to really hone in yeah I think it's it's really important um I always <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing because you know when you say things and sometimes you're like it's slightly ridiculous but I always like to say imagine like Shrek when they say ogres are like onions you've you've got layers that that's your why you've got to get deep um which normally the pure nonsense of it <laughs> yeah. people then go ah actually um but it is that deep thing of why why are you doing this and sometimes when we stop and think we're like oh yeah why am I not eating chocolate when that's something I really like or etc <laughs> yeah yeah definitely there's so many kind of rule, different rules that you can come up with to kind of mask that disordered eating so really just kind of asking yourself why amazing well thank you for taking time out um from your <laughs> your busy schedule so i again i said a little bit at the start but if you didn't know beth is working she also does all her nutrition graduates work and everything else so finding that little pocket of time um to chat i super super appreciate it oh no worries thank you so much for having me um and message bombard um look for cooking video recipes uh, on instagram you are at nutri and utri underscore beth right 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, and just on that as well, there's plenty of kind of other resources, books. Um, there's there's just so many resources. So just make sure that you're you're really kind of looking and building your research. Save the videos um, and just make sure that you're you're not just cutting out the meat or vegetarian or vegan or whatever you're doing. You're not just kind of cutting it out. You're making sure that you're doing things to add in. Amazing. Thank you so much, Beth. No worries. Thank you.